Good morning. Welcome to the church. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Merry Christmas to you. And be safe out there. And good morning again, everybody here. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Amazing, huh? You guys did a lot of shopping, ladies? You did? Oh, yeah? Amazing. So uh, we have one more Sunday before the year is up. And uh, maybe another year. I... Um, I think what I'll do today is, anybody, did anyone hear my biblical question last week on the radio? You heard it? Uh, and what was it? Come here. Uh, what was my biblical question last week? I think it was, uh, when was the last time you've done something expecting nothing in return? Done something for somebody expecting nothing in return? I think, have you and ever? It, right? I think maybe was that it, changed. Have you ever, Dave? Do you remember? I remember. I think to start out, it was have you ever, and then it changed to when was the Uh, last time, or the other way around. Right. Have you ever done anything for anyone and expected nothing in return, and it was the right thing to do? Uh, Nothing occurred to me. So I think that probably at the time I thought that maybe I was doing it expecting nothing in return, but maybe if you're already having that thought, you're already expecting something, which is to expect (laughs) nothing, right? That's right. So maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. <laughs> How about you? Right, it's behind you. Right behind you. Uh, the other day, I was at my grandmother's, and I she's very old, and she she fell the other day. So she fell. Yeah, she fell. Uh, and then uh, so she, you know she's probably gonna be off her f- foot for a week. Uh, so I sorted her pills for her, and I didn't expect anything in return. I mean, she's old. She does. She's not going to give me anything, but, it, you know, it's the right thing to do. She took care of me at a young age, and she was nice to me, and she's family, so you do that as return. Right on. This your first time here? No. Jesse, come on now. Oh, you sound like, uh, what's her boy name? Uh, no, ben Shapiro. Do I? You sound like, don't you sound like Ben? You know who Ben Shapiro is? I watch him. I thought that he says a lot of good things. I'm, no, he does, yeah. But you sound... Like him. Well, thank you. Which is not a bad thing. I have that vocal caveat to right. me. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Any question for me? Nope. Not oh, now. Okay. So have so that's the first time you've done something for someone, expecting nothing in return, and it was the right thing to do? It's the last time I did something for someone, expecting nothing in return. Oh, okay. Amazing. Um, yes, Dylan. Uh I have... You want to hear about it? Uh, uh, I doubt it. <laughs> I did a very virtuous thing recently, I have to say. I uh, My car was taken to a body shop when it got in an accident a few weeks ago, and the insurance told me that the body shop was charging my insurance company $1,500 because the car was there from like 5 o'clock in the evening, and I moved it. Had him pick it up the next morning, and then and the body shop was saying that counts as two days, and they were charging fifteen hundred dollars for my car being there 
for like less than 24 hours and they were saying that's two days and I was on the phone with the insurance company and the body shop and the insurance company guy was taking it laying down he was like yeah we, we just have to pay whatever they tell us and I was yelling at the body shop guy I was like this is not two days it's less than 24 hours and this is not the going rate you don't charge $1,500 for my car and this is not my money that I was going to have to spend it was the insurance company and I wasn't expecting a discount or anything but this was stri- straight up wrong he was just lying and ripping them off so I got him, I yelled at him for like 10 minutes and I like backed him into a corner. I was like, it's been there less than 24 hours. This is not the rate. This is ridiculous. And eventually he offered like a little bit of a discount, but I at least embarrassed him too. So, Oh, great. <clears throat> and I didn't expect anything. You know, It was just well, the right thing to you're do. You're going to get something in return though. Probably not. No, you will. <laughs> Your insurance is going up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the payments are going up. <laughs> Have you noticed that whenever you have an accident in California, even if somebody hit you from behind, your insurance go up. I'm like, what the? It doesn't seem right. Um, okay. How about you, uh, Caesar? Have, repeat the question. Have you? <laughs> I'm still waking up, Jesse. Have you ever done anything for someone? Uh, Expecting nothing in return. It was the right thing to do. Um, I don't know. Let me see. I mean, I go home every day and just, you know, I, I try to be a lead by example, be a good husband. I don't expect anything in return. Just, you know, that's just what I got to do. You expect nothing in return? No, I mean, that's just so what you I'm... you don't su- expect them to get right by you being right and not right? Well, that's just what I'm supposed to do. So right whether on. they follow or not, you know. Okay. So I have no opinion about it. Amazing. Right here. Hold on just a minute here for the mic. Mine is a little less uh, interesting than the gentleman with the car. There was a neighbor of mine who was 79 years old and completely dependent on his son for money and taking him out for food. And they got into a fight, so he was alone. He knew his son wasn't coming out. So I said, come on, I'll treat. We'll go up. We'll go to Tommy's and we'll have breakfast and stuff. And I had a great time. So virtue is its own reward. Amazing. So did you feel good about making him feel good? Yeah. Yeah, we're friends. That's something in return. Yeah. I guess that is, sure. I got to enjoy a breakfast with a friend. Okay. This is your first time here? Yes. But I've listened to your programs. My son, who's right here. uh, That's his son? Yeah. He He brings you over. (laughs) I get that a lot. uh, Is that your real son? Yeah. Yeah. You made him? People always say that he's half Chinese. His mom's uh, t- from Taiwan, and I, th- I said, this is my son. They go, no, he's not. And I go, okay, I won him in a card game in Shanghai. And they go, no, you didn't. <laughs> so there I was going to say, that's the mailman's baby. <laughs> but welcome, man. I'm glad Thank you came. You. Any questions for me? I do. Um, I've gradually got to learn what you're teaching, and I'm starting to do the silent prayer finally, which yeah. was not easy. But what What's I, not easy about it? Because um, I've always been the kind of person I wake up and my mind's going, okay, what are we doing today? What's yeah. next? You know, and yeah. I can't get it to shut up sometimes. So what I've done is I just will lay there and say, okay, I'm not thinking about anything. Maybe I'll go back to sleep. Maybe I won't. And that right there gives me the, the emptying of the thoughts that I need to do it. So, yeah, right on. Yeah. And so what's your question for me? Well, the question I understand is this whole beta male thing. Beta. 
It no. seems like name-calling to me. Like name-calling. Yeah, if I don't agree, not with you. Oh, but it is name-calling. I know that, So, but I don't get why. I mean, it seems like what you're saying, if the person doesn't agree with you, is that their beta, which I translate as being less than. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, beta mean weak, and men are not supposed to be weak. And so if I'm talking to someone or interviewing someone and they say something in that conversation or during that conversation that shows me that they're weak, then I know they're beta. <coughs> Is it, should I say that to them or not? Um, I think for me, if you said you're wrong, I could deal with that because I've been wrong plenty of times. I'm old enough to have been wrong thousands right. of times. So you'd rather be wrong than to be beta? Yeah. Oh, uh, Are you beta or alpha? I'm omega. <laughs> you the whole deal. Um, and so, beta see me? It just seems less than, like, if I don't agree with you, I get called the name. And sometimes I would rather just get into an argument and discuss it, and then we go away and think about it and come back and maybe resolve it. Well, it's not necessarily if you, we disagree. It's because of a weakness in there. But don't you think that being... A man is a combination of strength and weaknesses. No. Really? <laughs> well, a lot of sinners out there be, be wondering, right. be scratching their heads. Uh, you think a man is, is weak and strong? It's a combination. Like if you've done martial arts, you use strength and weaknesses to dominate. And how, I don't understand how that can be, though. How can you be a man to be weak and strong at times? Well, if someone goes to hit you, you can be, be weak to allow the blow to hit you and then be strong to counter, for example. Oh, I see what you're saying. What do you think about that statement? Let me ask your son, because it's a very interesting statement. Oh, okay. What do you think about the, the word beta and a man can be weak and strong? I, it's funny because um, I do call him beta a lot. Uh, <laughs> like, no I go, beta! And he's like, and he gets like angry with me for no saying it. No wonder! Yeah. So that's why I think he's saying. Don't blame me. You're so yeah, waking it was, up. It's me. It's me. For sure. And so he said that a man could be weak and strong. What do, you, do you agree with that? I don't agree with that. Because I, I was thinking about your, was it last week's question about being compassionate or discompassionate? And, um, or dispassionate? Yes. And, um, I agree with that. Um, uh, you have to be dispassionate when you're dealing with yeah, people. Yeah. Because you what, you, be. what you were saying about when you're being compassionate, you'll help people, but it won't be at the right times. Right. And they, they might end up killing you for helping them. I'm so, telling you, man. Yeah. That is so true. What do you think about that? Are you weak and strong? Yeah. yeah. And how do you know when you, it's time to be weak? Well... It depends on the on the circumstances. Sometimes I can be very macho. Sometimes I want to get into into a fight when people oppose me. And uh, I was talking with with Richard. I'll put the mic a little closer. Yeah. I was talking with Richard before that we came in about traffic uh, situations where you might want to flip somebody off. So now I do the thumbs up, uh, <laughs> which is weak and strong at the same time. Oh man, are you married? I'm divorced. Oh, oh. that's why. <laughs> uh, yeah. I I'm, really like that statement. I just realized something from that statement you just made, so I really appreciate you bringing it up. Okay. Let me ask one of the ladies uh, right, right here about that question. Should a man, is there, is this your first time here? Yes. Oh, welcome. What's your first name? Naftali. 
Natalie? Naftali. Oh, okay. Natalie. Naftali. Nafta? No, okay. Should a man be weak and strong at times? Yes. He should be? Yes. And what times would he decide to be weak? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, with his woman. He should be weak with his woman? Yep. That's the problem. No, it's not. No, it isn't. Why should it be weak with his woman? <laughs> no, you can ask it for me. I don't. How old are you? 21. Oh, okay. Have you ever dated a weak man? Yes. And did you like that when he was weak? No. Did you tell him this is not the time to be weak? Did I tell him? No. Why not? Just let him be him. But but you didn't like him when he was weak, right? No. Right. Women don't like weak men. No. The world don't like weak men. No. But I think when he is, it also, for me, I believe it allows a woman to become stronger from that weak experience or that weak moment. So when he's weak, you become strong? It allows me to, yeah. And how do you, what do you mean by that? Hmm. Um, so I think when a situation like that comes up, I feel like um, a man and a woman should play as a team, should be a team. And I think when he's weak, that allows the woman to become stronger and help him out. Amazing. And so if he would never weak, he would never, would never need a woman to help him out, right? But that wouldn't be the case. I'm sorry? That wouldn't be the case, though. If he was never weak? Yeah, never be You being believe it's possible for a man to not be weak at any time? Yes, I, I think that's impossible. It's impossible? Yeah. Um, were you close to your father growing up? Uh, yes and no. Yes and no? Yeah. Is that like weak and strong? <laughs> and so were your father weak at times? Yeah. And when you would see him weak, what did you think about that? When I would see him weak? Yes. I would look to my mother. You would do what? Look to my mother. You would look to your mother? Were yes. you disappointed when you saw your father weak? No. You were glad to see him weak? Yeah. It still makes him human. Oh, man. Amazing. Is this your father here? Yes. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> I think that the word, yes, I'm the father. I think uh, the word weak, it's it's, uh, misunderstood because uh, I heard this saying here. It says, when I'm weak, he makes me strong because, see, a lot of people say that um, God doesn't need a lot. I'm an alpha male myself, but I have three girls and a wife, which is four against one. Now, women, yes. Now, listen to this. Alpha male, you don't have any sons? No. But Why do you think you're alpha male then? Because, because of this. Because God made me an alpha male. He did, but he gave you all girls? He gave me all girls. I prayed for a boy, and he gave me three girls, and I thank him for what he's given me. Did you say, hey, I want to throw believe, these back? Yeah. I, no, no I, I wanted, and you know, you know, I wanted a, a boy. But anyway, uh, going back to being weak. It's Why not, you didn't it's make not, a boy? 
I don't know. That's God's business. That's not my business. You better ask him. I, I do, and I prayed for it. And I think he's... Your wife is still young. She can make babies. <laughs> but you know what? You want some boys, right? And it's not... It's I not. Them for my children. Right on. You yes. know, I have uh, three girls, and I believe they made me... They gave me that strength to become weak like this, to become tender and soft to, de- to deal with them. Because if you're an alpha male, you're just like... All right, give me my food now. I want, you know, I, I'm home. And I never demanded anything from my family. I came home and I was happy. Not because I think it was given to me, but because I was humble enough to not be getting on their case and not be getting on them. And I, I was humble enough to think, look, God, he's God and he's strong all the time. He's an alpha male. Yet he came down to wash people's feet. Does so that make him weak because he's, uh, he's washing their feet and he's serving them? No, it just makes him humble. And weak is not, it's not a word as a less of a man, but it's a humbleness of a man. It's Amazing. a man who decides to be, hey, I'm strong, but you know what? You've seen the lions in nature. The lions are very, uh, ferocious, and then they could get the, their pups in, the, in their mouth and not do anything. And it's so, not a sign of weakness. So let me ask, when you hear your daughter say when she would see you weak, yeah. she would go to her mother. Yes. What is it like to hear that? It, it doesn't matter to me because, you know what, I, I gave my, to them, they, I re- highly respect them. I'm a man and she's in the Air Force. And Ooh. I'm like, whoa. Who's in the Air Force? My daughter. Oh, I thought you were saying your wife. I no, was about I work, to say, I, no wonder. No, no <laughs> I would be weak too. I, I work for the Air Force. <laughs> I worked for the Air Force three and a half years. Right. I wanted to join the Air Force, but I went to school instead. But my daughter went to the Air Force. I respect her so much. She's my pride and joy because she's gone what I have not done. Right. And that's what makes, it, makes her strong. So when you say you humble yourself, you intentionally yes. weaken yourself? Yes. Just like he was saying. He was letting somebody, like somebody hits him or something. You don't say, oh, well, you know what, let me just go at it. Admit. No, you just... Just like Jesus, he got whooped. Where he is Jesus say, now? He's in his throne. He's I'll in rest my case. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. No, but listen, he's not weak. He's listen. a strong one. What do you think about that conversation? This is so good. <laughs> this is mind blowing. Let me see what this young man think about what you just said. Say it again. <laughs> Which part? The whole thing. He allowed himself to be weak. So that, so that his daughters and wife could be strong. Uh, mm-hmm. He had no problem with humbling himself to weakness and allowing his daughter to go to the mother. Uh, blah, blah, blah. What do you think about all that? <laughs> As you, when you read out words, you go blah, blah, blah. <laughs> My name is Keith, by the way. Is this your first time, Keith? Yes. Oh, welcome, man. Thank you, thank you. Uh, yes. Uh, what I feel about that is I handle all my weaknesses with God um, because if you give your weaknesses to a woman that you love or somebody close to you, they could um, eventually use that weakness against you uh, when they want to have something go their way. Um, and then you'll also, in a, in a man who's been um, hindered upon like a bunch of women, you can kind of see it in their spirit, and, yeah. and it was showing their demeanor. And when they walk in the room, you could tell that that man is weak, that his spirit had had enough, but he doesn't know how to overcome that. Um, 
But yeah, I, I think that all men should handle their weakness with God and ask for the strength. Do you think a man should ever be weak with his wife and children? No. Yeah. So when no. you hear this young I think, man say I think, that, I think a man think? a man should be willing to to take the repercussions of the woman being mad, walking away, shunning them, and all that, as long as he's doing what's right and he knows what's right yeah. in his heart. How do you respond to that? I like it. I mean, he's, he's right. Oh, I think, uh, hold on, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I think he's good. I mean, it's just like he said. Uh, I don't think we're all men are. You, you, we at one point, I don't think you were an alpha male or strong all the time. I think you were a baby one time. I was real beta. <laughs> beta, beta, beta. I was so. <laughs> but you see, the thing is that it's not, it's a human thing. It's, it's We have feelings. We have, and when we are in is a position. Is that normal for men to have feelings like that? Yes. It's normal? It's human. Where do you get those feelings from? From, I don't know, I just got them. I guess it's uh, circumstances, circumstances that you go through. Life itself teaches you, you know, I'm not even from here. I, I remember when I came to, from El Salvador, people would like, talk to me, what's your name? Like, I would just not yes, no, I, I, I wouldn't know anything. But that, not knowing that, let's say, weakness gave, gave me, gave, allowed me to become strong by pushing myself to succeed here in America. Now, um, do you think Jesus Christ was weak when he uh, cleaned somebody's foot or cleaned no, their feet? No, but he made himself because they, they say, don't do this, Master, don't do this. And he said, yes, I have to do this. I have to teach you to humble yourself because we, by nature, sometimes even alpha males, we don't want to be like, okay, well, we're the macho and we're macho all the time. That's not necessary. Do you think humble me weakness? No. So you think that Jesus was weak. He allowed himself to be weak to clean her feet. Yes, because he, he could call thousands of angels and say, hey, take care of these Romans stop, to stop whipping. Uh, you Why know, whipping. do you think that he was weak, though? Because of the word humble? No, 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 no. He's not weak. He allowed himself to teach us that even though we are weak, he, you can be strong if you follow him. If you look to him, he could give you that strength just like he had there. So let me ask your wife. Uh, what's your first name? Blanca. Blanca. Oh, right on. Welcome, all right. So when you hear your husband admitting that he allowed himself to be weak before you, what do you what do you think about that? He is who he is. I respect him. I love him for who he is. You love weak men. I love him. For being, I mean, did you do you love him when he's weak? I love him when he's weak. I love him when he's strong. Would you prefer to have a strong man or a weak man? I prefer him to be him. I don't mind him being weak. I'm strong. I don't need him to be strong for me or weak for me. I am me. I accept him for who he is. When so he you is don't weak, need your husband to be strong strength. for you? When he is strong and I'm weak, he is my strength. We balance each other out. This is why we are compatible. Amazing. I are you a Christian? He, I am. And where did you get that idea that you balance each other? When he's strong, you're weak. When you're weak, he's strong. Where did that come from? That was something I chose to be. You chose to be? I chose to be his strength when he was weak. And, and he chose to be my and strength when I was weak. he chose to allow it to happen? I'm sorry? And he allowed that to happen? 
I allow it to happen. Oh, he doesn't. Oh. He chooses. <laughs> he chooses whom he chooses to be. I choose How does whom I he choose know to when to be weak? It's not in when he chooses. In my mind, whenever I sense a difference in him, I don't categorize it as weak. Right now, he's just probably going through an issue or probably a hard day. Whatever life has thrown to him, and I see it, I don't categorize it as weakness. This is my time to pull him in and give him that strength that he needs again. Is, um, is God, you know who God is, right? I sure do. Is he ever weak? He hasn't been in my book. He has never been weak, right? Not in my book, no, sir. Was Christ ever weak? He was, like he said, humble. Was he weak? No, sir. So why would his son be weak? Why would Christ's brother be weak? I don't consider it weakness. I but consider you just it, said it weak. humble. No, I did not. You said, well, he's weak, you're strong, well, you're weak, him? he's strong. Uh-huh. Not God. But, right. Him? You're talking about him? Right. Isn't he a son of God? Oh, him. Yo, he is the son of God, yes. But, but he is he human. Be, why would the son be weak if the father is never weak? Because the devil has a way of getting to people. To the son? To a son. Oh, yes. <clears throat> when, a, when a person decides to back away from God and depend on himself, and the devil comes in and takes advantage of the opportunity, right. he can become weak. Does your husband do that at time, back away from the father? Oh, I think we all do. Yes, How sir. about your husband? Oh, yes, he has. Oh, and no wonder. <laughs> have you ever backed away from God? Yes, I have. Why would you back away from him? Well, because, you know, sometimes life just becomes comfortable, good. You become a point, you get to a certain point in your life, money is good, health is good, family is good, you have everything you want, so you just tend like, to, like, I'm back away from God now, forget. I got everything. Pretty much, yeah. It's ha- I'm telling you from my experience. I can't talk for everyone right. else. No, I know. But I'm I can talk from my experience. Yes, wow. I have. And I have thought that I was the one, the cause of my happiness. And then I tend to forget, well, I no longer say that extra prayer that I need to. <clears throat> you remind me of this guy in the Bible. He, uh, he decided one day, I'm going to just get everything I want to make life good. I'm going to become rich. Mm. I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to save. I'm going to put a lot of food in my barn. I'm going to be all prepared. And he went out and did that, mm. and the next day he died. Right. So you're not concerned that when you have all you want, and you back away from God, that you may die? Uh, well, death comes to all, and nobody knows when. So my point is to live life to its fullest. And by the way, I did pay the consequence to that yeah. decision. Yeah. But going back to your question, that was when the devil takes advantage, and you do become weak. Oh, okay. Yes. Amazing. Let me just ask Victoria, any questions for me? No. Oh, I'm glad you guys are here. How do you all hear about us? Oh, you brought them? Yes. And then you, are you related? No, I'm in the Air Force with her. Oh, right on. That's amazing. Um, Victoria, are you weak and strong? No. <laughs> Are you strong or weak? I would say weak. You weak? I'm on the weak side, yeah. Oh. Uh, and and why? Because I still fall victim to my thoughts and my mind and 
I am very much still subject to the world, for sure. In your mind, what is an alpha lady? We have beta females here. Beta females. <laughs> What's an alpha lady? In a nutshell, I believe it's a woman that not only knows her place in the grand scheme of things right. as far as how the world works and so what her place is in the world. And yeah. I think she's also alpha. The part that makes her alpha is not just knowing it, but it's the accepting of it and falling into the role and going with it right. without any resistance. Interesting. Yeah. Yes, sir. And then I got to move on. This is so interesting. Yes. It's amazing. So yes. first, first of all, I really enjoyed that sentiment over there. I thought it was actually wonderful. I thought a lot of the things he described was not actual weaknesses, though, and I think we have this perception of weakness, and we think, uh, actually think a lot of the things the man at the very, the gentleman at the very end described as strength or weakness. Being dismissive with your wife is, is extremely weak because it shows you don't have the patience or, you know, intellectual nature of, of a man and strength of a man to put up with it and to be logical and to just let it go. You have, you have, that you have to, that you have to, uh, you have to ride on there, be resentful on it. That's not really strength. And then I think a lot of the, uh, like when, like when Jesus came to, uh, you know, to, uh, clean people's feet and things, that was, a. Uh, those are actions of great strength as he was looking out for everyone that he knows that he's sufficient enough to be able to help others and he's okay and secure enough with himself to be able to help those less fortunate because he doesn't um he doesn't he doesn't care about his image because weak men are insecure and they always have to appear strong because they are weak and they know they're weak are he's, you weak at times i can i defining weak's very hard but in the past i probably have been are you weak at times Present, no. I don't mean like right now. Oh, no, like present, like going forward from a certain time in the past I have. But you know, you're never weak now. Yes. You're never weak. Yes. You're not. Yes. Are you alpha male? Yes. And what is an alpha male? I think an alpha male is someone who, you know, respects the order of God, as you've mentioned, and, uh, and, and respects nature and is secure and is secure and strong enough to know what's right and wrong and also know how to handle situations calmly and not with anger and with uh with flustered emotions really uh really well and he knows how to get along with people and also has a relationship with god interesting what is an alpha male an alpha male is a man in my opinion um they take ultimate responsibility they love responsibility they embrace it they want to increase and get more and more responsibility uh, that means people actually count on you right to solve problems and an alpha male is independent and very sure of himself, and he makes decisions that he knows is best. Um, are you alpha? I believe so. You do. Why do you believe you are? Um, because, I mean, it's it's a journey, but I feel like my eyes have been opened up to the realities of the world. I see the world for how it is, not for what people think it should be, right? And that allows me to navigate this this world and society. Um, with action, moving forward, planting and, and thinking of new ideas and uh, just really thinking about them, I guess. Hermes, are you alpha male? Oh, Lord. <laughs> An alpha male does not drink water out of a plastic cup. It's coffee. No, Thank okay. you. Go ahead. 
<laughs> and why do you, you say you are an alpha male? Yeah. And why do you say you are? Because I'm facing my weaknesses and not running away from them. And I think that an alpha male faces his, himself and his weaknesses is not afraid to face reality. So Are you alpha sometimes and weak sometimes? I'm weak all the time. But in my weakness, I'm strong. What does that mean? Just what That's I said. like a Bible verse, huh? <laughs> <laughs> now you're supposed to just walk away. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I mean, oh, it just sounds so good. We can only be strong. You know strong. how the Christians, they, vote, they quote the Bible? You ask them a question, they quote the Bible, and now the, the conversation is over. So you're going you to ask me a question, and you're going to talk about me, huh? No. <laughs> oh, but let me ask. Uh, so you, what does that mean? Meaning that, I mean, it, I'm of myself, I, I, you know, I'm not strong of myself, but I know in Christ I'm strong. So right. when I face my weaknesses. How do you know in Christ you're strong? Because when those moments come and I face my weaknesses, I notice that there's a strength there. All right. Joel, does my question seem mean? Can I have someone to tell me I'm mean with these questions? And when I call someone beta. What do you mean? Do they seem mean when I ask people about themselves? What do you mean by this? What do you mean by that? Um, not, I think sometimes it, it may seem as if you're talking down to somebody if you don't quite understand what they're saying. Like I'm talking or, down or to even them? if they're wrong, yeah, it seems like you joke down to them. Oh, so when you're wrong, I say, beta. They're like talking it's down It's funny, to yeah, it's funny, but not to the person who's. Oh. And it's not, and it's not so much like, you know, so obviously they shouldn't be offended. They shouldn't take offense to it. But it, it, it does tend to have that down talk. When you, when you call them beta, it feel like I'm talking down. No, just, Especially if they're going through a lot right then and there. Right. I, and that right? Right. That's what you were saying too, right? Oh, okay. But I, I, oh, hold, right. Where is Esteban? Esteban, stand up. <laughs> he sit out every time he did He sit. A I, Mexican. After listening, after listening to this, <laughs> after listening to this discussion, I have a question that occurred to me: Is there a difference in your mind between being macho and being alpha? Absolutely. Could you describe that? That's a that? good question, man. Absolutely. Uh, an alpha male or female is, I want to tell you, but I got to ask my friend right behind in the blue. Yeah. Are you alpha or uh, uh, beta? Right here, yeah. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm still beta. <laughs> <laughs> beta! Yeah. And why do you say you're beta? Um, I still have fear. Like even speaking in you know in front of a group setting is still it still makes me nervous and I feel like I shouldn't have that. So you feel fear right now? Oh yeah, a little bit. Come up here. Up there? <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> you have to face your fears. Am I gonna be on camera? Yeah. <laughs> no way. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Beta Bell. You don't want to face your fears? I don't. Why not? No 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 not not on not on the tube. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't want the world to know? No. They know anyway. Huh? They already know. No, mm. don't force it. Don't <laughs> no. force it. If he doesn't want to face it. But why do you call yourself beta? Because I, I have fear. 
You have fear? Yeah. Oh, okay. What do you imagine, if you imagine, an alpha male is? Um, just someone with no fear. Okay. Um, yeah, that's how I would, I see it. All right. Yeah, in any situation, you're, you know, you're calm. It's weird because it's like, there's times where, um, you know, I'll be confronted by somebody physically, and it's it's not nearly as scary as like getting up in front of a group of people and wanting to say something. Right. Yeah. What is it like to have to get up in front of? What are you thinking when you're about to get in front of? You have to get in front of a group of people. Um, I'm thinking, man, what are all these people thinking about me? Oh um, yeah. Are they going to judge me? Those type of things. And you care about those things? I guess so, yeah. That's very interesting. Yes. Let me t I'll come back to you, but let me take the hand back there and then here. Yes. Um, when you called me beta, that was the best thing that could have happened to me. Yeah. That first time I was here, woke me up. That's what it's supposed to do for the seeker. It will wake you up. So thank you. You're welcome. That's oh, like a compliment. A compliment to be called a beta male from you should be like, <laughs> like a hand up to seeing greater things. It definitely should make you look at yourself. That's for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right here. Did you have your hand? Oh, okay. I think you can um, have fear, but um, still not be a beta. And you could have no fear and still be a beta male because it's about. It's not about the way you feel. It's about the way you let your emotions control you. If you don't let your fear control you, you could be an alpha, you know? Or you, you think could, that an alpha male would have fear? Yeah, but not let it control him, you know? But why would he have it? I don't know. Just instinctually, maybe. You have fear? Sometimes, you know. How old are you? 17. Oh, okay. And what are you afraid of at times? At times, you know, I'll be crossing the street and I'll think a car's coming, but I just cross the street anyway. I don't know. And so, <laughs> simple stuff like that. Amazing. Amazing. So, when you have fear that a car, I mean, when you think a car's coming, it brings fear on? Yeah, or maybe you'll be walking down a dark alleyway or something. Just things that sort of make you jittery, but. You just get over it, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't walk down an alley in California. <laughs> Me either. It's such a dark alley. Me either. And especially yeah. nowadays. Yeah. yeah. I would be afraid of that, too. Yeah, because we live in a fallen state. That's right. Are you yeah. an alpha or beta? I'd say I'm an alpha because... No. I mean, oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That slipped out. I didn't mean anything. <laughs> that just came from nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Any questions for me? No. I'm glad you. How did you hear about us? Uh, well, I saw a lot of your videos online. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, then I realized how close you were to where I live. Right on. And he'd come here, and he said, "Yeah, you should come down. It's a lot of fun. It's good." Who's he? Michael. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm -hmm. This young man want to tell me what an alpha male is, and then I'll move on. So before finding you on YouTube, I was a full beta. Beta! Thinking that I'm the alpha. Um, so, you know, going back to the conversation, asking to the, to the gentleman sitting there, um, you know, he said, he quoted the Bible, and, th and that was my problem. Um, thinking I'm alpha, what would Jesus do, or David? 
Um, and I realized after doing the silent pr prayer, yeah, that's how I started knowing myself and my weaknesses. Yeah, and realized you know I was just putting a mask. You know, amazing. Yeah, um, and I was doing the exact same thing, quoting the Bible. You know, Jesus did this, but then I realized after, you know, just watching my thoughts. Most of the time, it's just, you know, your thoughts. Um, You're absolutely right, man. And the, 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 this, this idea of a man can be weak, I think it comes from, first from that, quoting the Bible, and like you say, and I realized, it's just Satan interprets the Bible to you. Yeah. And another big factor is, the media, the media, the books, school, um, even your family members, friends. It's just a, a lifetime of brainwashing. Yes. Um, a, a, anywhere you go, even signs on the street, freeway, it's all signs of just a brainwashing, making men, you know, behave in a certain way. Because I realize there is an agenda to destroy men, like you always say. Once you destroy men, women and children, they just come easy. It's over, yeah. And what I also realized by watching my thoughts and paying attention to things, and it was actually Trump who made me um, pay attention to politics, and all these things just started making sense. I realized that the Democrat Party is, majority is just women. And I saw some statistics, some 70%, some 90%. And that also made more sense when, you know, I listened to you and you said women are followers. Right. Um, so they just follow whoever tells them, I'm going to give you this, you are being oppressed. Um, so doing the silent prayer, and I would recommend it to everyone, it changed my whole life. Amazing. That's deep. Uh, I think that any man that follow a woman, it's going to suffer. I mean, you just absolutely end up suffering because a man should never follow a woman. Uh, we should only follow Christ, and the woman should follow the man. That's the only way it's going to work. And so when a man weaken himself just to get along with the woman, he's destroying the whole family because if the man is weak, who is she going to rely on? You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's married. Now, if a woman is not married, she can go straight to God herself. But if she's married, she has to go through her husband. And in a time of weakness, how is she going to go through her husband? And you're right, we've just been taught all this uh, misinterpretation of the Bible and all kinds of stuff. And, and men and women are suffering for it. I can't imagine encouraging a man to be weak at any point. It just, I don't... I mean, even when I was growing up, if I had displayed weakness to my grandparents, they would have beat me. They were like, you know, if I had a fight at school and I went home crying, oh, the bully at school bullied me. They didn't say bully. I don't know what word they used at the time. And if I had gone home crying like that, they were like, you know what? I got your bully. <laughs> you come back here tomorrow like that, all right? <laughs> it just crazy to encourage a man you shouldn't even encourage women to be weak either 
but definitely not men. It's like encouraging the son of God to be weak. And to say you're emotional and all that, that's just crazy. No wonder these women hate men and become lesbians because the lesbian look like a strong man. Especially those that walk like a dude and have the short haircuts. Yes. And also, uh, this idea of men should be and could be emotional, if, um, if you just pay attention, you're going to realize that it's all the messages. You see it in the ads, you know, in Congress. Yeah. You see it everywhere. They keep repeating the same message. It's brainwashing. I also wanted to say um, the biggest factor in changing me from the inside was when I took your advice and went and forgave my mom. Amazing. Like, is this your first time here? Yeah. Oh, okay. How did that go? Oh, my God. Like <laughs> you say always, I was shaking. When I went to her, I was shaking. Yeah. Because... How old are you? I'm 31. That's amazing. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I'm this big guy, 210 pounds. I work out five days a week. You know, <laughs> I thought I was the alpha, like everybody thinks. Um, so, you know, when I went to her... But she spent her entire life um, just... Almost every single day, just knocking down on my father. Yeah. Just bad stories. You know, when I started listening to you, I thought about it. I said, let me think if she ever has said anything positive about my father. And I couldn't locate one instance. And which also, going back to, the, to your biblical question, I thought about it coming in here. And I don't think I've ever done something without expecting something in return even yeah. internally like you you you've done something and then you get this this feeling of you did something good yeah and every time you would do it you know without knowing you're expecting that feeling so you know i you know i went to my mom and i forgave her and what i noticed afterward which was the first time in my life um i i noticed a disconnect uh, between me and emotions. Yes. And between me and um, the control of my mother. Yes. Um, you know, it kind of felt like I'm being called, but what I noticed was it's just a disconnect, but I still have, um, like, I don't want to say care. Like, I'm, I, I don't hate right. my mother. I don't resent her. She, right. she used to be able to get to me with, do, with doing, you know, small things, simple things. But with time, doing silent prayer and just, you know, watching myself, all that started just subsiding, just going away. And, Amazing. And then after that, a month later, I went to my mom and I said, what can you tell me about my father that's good, that he did good? <laughs> and <laughs> and um, she couldn't find anything. She said, he loved me. And then... Two sentences later, she went back into saying negative things. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And, Amazing, man. And his friends, his family, her family side, they always, always say good things about him. He was wise. He was a good friend. He was a good father. He loved you guys. But her side was always, I'm telling you, 31 years, as far as I can remember, always negative stories. Always bad things. Always, always, always. I developed hatred to my father. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was four, five, six, seven, ten, I would always pray because he died when my mom was pregnant with me for, 
seven, seven months. So I always prayed for my father to come back, but he was dead. I, I prayed when I was little. I, I just prayed because I had, like you say, I had this void yeah. inside of me. Even though I had two, three other brothers and my mom, friends, everything, but I always felt empty. So I always prayed, but then with time, and this is important, with time, when I became a teenager, I started having this anger. And I didn't know, I didn't know what, what the source was until I started listening to you. And I started doing the silent prayer, and then everything made sense. And then when I went and forgave her, everything dropped. And then immediately, immediately, it's like something supernatural. I developed this, this connection that I can't explain yeah. to my father. It's like I just, I, everything disappeared. All the anger, all the hatred towards him, it all disappeared. <coughs> and I just, I, I just wish I can sit with him and talk with him. Amazing. I totally understand it. That's what happened with me when I went and forgave my mother and my father. Everything is like my father and I became one. And that void and that emptiness that I had, and I had it for 38 years, uh, it just disappeared. And I had never heard anyone say that that would happen. That when you go and forgive, matter of fact, I don't think anyone ever told me I need to go and forgive my mother. They always point out the father, right? But they never said, go and forgive the mother. And so I didn't know I had taken on her identity. Uh, those emotions and things were from her because you become like what you hate. You take on the mama identity. That's why emotions. So when I asked God to let me see myself, he allowed me to see that in me, right? And when I went and forgave, everything changed just like that. And I'm like, wow, this is so cool. I had no idea. That it would happen because no one had ever said it. No preacher, no family member, no anyone had ever said that. So you're on your way, man. That's an amazing story. I totally understand it. Amazing. But you got, that's why you gotta forgive. I do want to say that, uh, an alpha male, inwardly, is totally weak to God only. Not to the world at all. Because when that happens and you connect to the Father, no longer are you weak. But inwardly, because you now have this relationship with him again, you are relying on him and you know it. You're relying on the Father. But with the world, you deal with the world. And so the people may get mad because emotional people will get mad. Oh, you shouldn't say Alpha. And, and you're hurting their feelings. Or you're being mean, right? Why do you care? That ain't you. And let that person speak up. That is happening to that person so that they can grow. I was uh, talking to Gretchen. Gretchen worked for me now. And after the women's meeting on uh, this past, we had an amazing meeting this past Thursday night with the ladies. They said something that stood with me. I can't tell you what it is. I sure want to tell it. I won't say the name. Can I mention the incident? Ladies, no, 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 I get kicked out if I tell it, so I have to have, I won't say the name, but it's just such a good point, you know what I mean, so can I say it, I can say it, I, oh, okay, I, I had to ask the one that were there, oh, you were there too, right, 
Oh, so I can see it, right? Okay. Um, it's a fact that women do not have love to give. They, mothers don't have love. Women don't have love. Your wife don't have love to give, right? And so in the media, some of the ladies thought they did have love to give. And I'm thinking, wow, it's interesting how the mind can make you believe something that's not even true at all. It's not true. And some of the ladies seem really surprised to hear that, too. I think they understood after a while, but they don't have love to give. Mama don't have love to give. That love that mama's giving is straight out of hell. It's from below, not from above. Love comes from above through God, through Christ, through the husband, through the wife, through the children, to the children, right? But the world got you thinking that mama got love. And mama is the loving one in the family. And Satan has played a major trick on the people believing that because while you're thinking mama has love, she's destroying everything. She's weakening the children. She's controlling the husband. She's making you feel sorry for her. Everything is happening because you don't see that. That's not true. So when you wake up, you will see it's true. Then you start loving from above and not from below. And that's why men think is they think it's natural to be emotional. It's not natural. God is not an emotional God, so his sons and daughters would not be that way. He is of love, and real love has no emotions. But what it is to read, men think that women have love because they hate their mothers, and you become attracted to what you hate, and so you start going back to that to try to get love from it, to get your identity back, to get something, and you end up getting taken advantage of because women need men to be strong so that they can see the right way to go. But men think it's emotional, it's nice to be that way, and it's abnormal. That's why, I look how everything is so screwed up. That should tell you mama ain't got no love. Come mama loving everything in the house and everything dying. The plants, <laughs> the grass, the men, the children, they all growing up having sex out well, uh, drug addicts and, and sluts, and the men are slut makers and it's all just messed up. But everybody know the Bible because you have accepted a lie. But when you wake up, though, you won't go back to sleep. You'll see it, and you'll start to overcome. And so I was telling Gretchen the other day at the office, I'm like, wow, it's interesting how the mind can make you believe. It doesn't want you to believe the truth. It doesn't really want you to know. It'll let you believe what, if you want to believe women have love, It'll, it'll make you believe that. When the women know they don't have love, women know they do not have love. They're so mean. They can't help but know it. But they ain't going to tell you. Am I right? What do you think about that, Gretchen? I was really surprised to hear you say that, but the more I thought about it, the more I realized it was true that... The love that I give doesn't come from me. It comes from the love that I receive from my husband, and he gets it from loving God and doing what's right. But That's right. before we had that connection, when I would do things that I'm thinking that I'm doing out of love, it really wasn't because I was you know, ex expecting, to go back to your question, you know, doing things where you expect something in return. Yeah. And it wasn't true love that I was doing these acts in. So, and the mother think that she has love, 
And when you become an adult, you're a grown person now. You're ready to move on, get away from her. She'll follow you wherever you go. I'm like, what is that about? Well, I brought you in this world. I took care of you. I, you still my baby. No, I'm not. I'm not your baby. I'm an individual adult now. I'm not your child, right? But she believed that because she gave you mama's love, you owe her all the way to the grave. And if you don't give it to her, she's going to gather the whole family and build an army against you. Your brother, your sister told me they don't love me. That's mean to mama. Oh, mama, I'm sorry. And they call up JoJo. JoJo, mama said you didn't love her, that you forgive her. She'll build an army before she said, you know what? I'm sorry, you're right. I was wrong. She'll go build an army against you. Now all the family hates you. But you wouldn't care, though, because you have God's love. But um, uh, um, an alpha male is weak unto God from within, but not to the world at all. Really. That's why God said, be, um, stand, 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 stand. He doesn't say, okay, you had enough standing, be weak. He says, stand some more. Really. And so that way, the men and women of God will be in the world, but not of it, because their love comes from the true love. They're overcoming that fallen state love. And it's just amazing what the mind will make you believe. You could be suffering and thinking one day, someday it's going to get better. Oh, Lord, I'm only human. The body is weak, the spirit is willing. There may be all kinds of excuses. Oh, but I believe in God. That's what the mind is doing. That's why God said, bring every thought into captivity. Every thought about everything, about anybody, about yourself or anybody is wrong. All lies. All the time. All right? Yes, question. Oh, nothing. Oh, but that that is one point I want to bring out in the meeting that they didn't realize they didn't have love. They thought women had love. Mothers have love. They don't. They get the love from the father who, if he's been overcome that fallen state, he get it from God. But if that father has not overcome his mother, the only thing the wife can get is more mama's love because he has not been born again yet. You know what I mean? Um, yes, Hermes, and then here, and James. And then I got to tell you guys something else. That really blew my mind this week. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say that if you look around, though, in movies and music and everything, it's like the world makes it seem like the, the love emanates from women. That's what he was talking about, <clears throat> Yeah, too. you rarely see, like, a man showing but love. But if the kids were raised by perfect parents, the world could not do that to them. True. So when they become adults and go out into the world, they can't deceive them. They won't. And even if they got off course a little bit, they'll come back. Because once you have that love, you cannot overcome it. You cannot drop it for any reason at all. Let me take here, and then I get to you. Does this sound mean when I say women don't have love? I don't want you to fly into my house with a plane tonight. <laughs> what do you think about that? Let me just ask. What do you think about that? Women don't have love to give. I don't think anything. Am I wrong, you think, or, or right? I don't know. You don't know? You, how old are you? 21. Oh, okay. Keep on living. 
<laughs> you find out. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, yes. So when you were saying that um, the woman doesn't have love and she needs to receive love from the man. Yes. Half the time. And sex is not love. Right. Correct. Um, is that why most women sleep with a bunch of men because they're trying to find that love of a man? Yes. They're looking for daddy's love. Okay. But that instead they get screwed. Because they don't have their own love to give, not even to themselves. Right. Okay. They don't love themselves either. Right. Because they don't have love. Where do they get it from? Mm-hmm. And so, and so they're trying to use the men. Right. And They're to, looking okay. for a father's love. Right. Okay. But the men take advantage of them. Right. Like, come on, I'll be your daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but that's exactly what they're looking for is a father's love. That's why when you get married, you date without sex, get to know each other. Right. And then you get married, you have a truckload of babies, and then you stop having sex. So you can return to the father, and, and your wife will become like your daughter. Right. You would treat her the same way you treat your kids. Because you have to be kind of weak in a way to, have, to want to have sex all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Like what the? <laughs> I'll come to you in a minute. <laughs> yes, sir. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that you have to be weak in a way to always want to give in to sex as a man. Right. Well, sex has its proper place under marriage uh-huh. because the reason that God is allowing it to happen so that you can reproduce, repropagate. What is that word called? Yeah, whatever. Make some babies, right? Right. And so once you make all the babies, then you cut it out, and then you go back to loving your family with his love. Got it. But that's the whole per- If he wasn't going to have kids, there's no reason he would be married. Right. Yeah. right. It's just to make babies. So that God has to, doesn't have to keep making them with his hands. Understood. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense? Yes, sir. Are you dating? Yes, sir. In the military? Yes, sir. Do they know that? Yes, sir. Oh. They have drag queens in the military? Yes, sir. They have drag queens in the Air Force? They do. No, well, they're contractors. Oh, no. They do? Yes. Wow. And what is that like to have to salute to a drag queen? Well, I never had to, but um, sometimes you don't know what to call them, sir or ma'am. So sometimes I call them ma'am, and then I call them sir the next day. And then call them it. <laughs> I, I can't call them that. Oh, but, yeah. No, don't call they them. They kick me out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry you guys have to deal with all this stuff. Yeah. It's enough being in the military. You shouldn't have to deal with all this other mess that's happening. It's so wrong. Yeah. So you're dating in the military right now? Yes. How's that going? Good. Are you waking up? Well, you are waking up, I can tell. Mm-hmm. What does she think about your change that is happening? Uh, she likes it. She does? Yeah. Oh, okay. How do you know she likes it? Because uh, she lets me know. What did she say? Uh, well, it's not say, it's by showing. Right on. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, you'll be a good husband or father one day, man. Yes, sir. Especially if she respects it, too. Right on. Yes. Any other questions for me? Uh, no, not at the moment. Oh, okay. So when I said that about women don't have any love, you went, <laughs> <laughs> I grew up without my father. I did not go having sex everywhere looking for a father. Right. I did wait to have sex until I got married. Right on. I had three children, and I'm still married. And 
Yes, I can agree with you on that the love does come from God, and he uses me to love my children. No. So... Your husband, would you not get it from your husband? And I don't know how I become his child afterwards. (laughs) But once you were born again of God, you would naturally know that order from within, and it would naturally happen. And there would be no resistance because you wouldn't have that will to try to tell you not to do it. But it would naturally happen in the right time, when it's time to happen, and you would have no problem with it. Yeah, because just as uh, God causes physical kids to grow, likewise, he caused you to grow from within. Can you take let her back just one minute? So that's why it's important that you must be born again. I have been. So that you can naturally grow. Right. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Yes. So would you become a, a, a child to your husband, a daughter to your husband? I am his wife. Once you have all the babies, will you become his, a daughter to him? I am his wife. Is he like a daddy to you? He is not. Do you ever call him daddy? I call him dad only to teach them to call him dad. Oh, beta. <laughs> and so you think that's the way it should be, that you should have to teach them to call him daddy by you calling him daddy? I'm sorry? Why do you think you have to teach them to call him daddy? Because they don't know how to speak. They know what? They didn't know how to speak yet. It's like her newborn right now doesn't know how to speak. But in time, she would know that. I will tell her, Mama, 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 so she'll learn that this is what she is. So you think you need to teach them to say Mama? I don't think I need to, but I do so. But why do it if you don't need to? Why not let them discover it on their own so, so that they don't have to rely on you to teach them things? Well, just like in general, I just teach her. But God can teach him. Why you, you, once you become an example. I am to leave the child sitting there. I feed her. I put her to sleep. I take her a bath, and I never speak to her. And God is going to teach her how to do these things? Yeah, you don't need to teach her to say mommy or daddy or anything like that because now you're taking her away from the consciousness of God, and now she's learning to rely on the outside. We Someone are born to teach sinners. her. I'm we sorry? are born sinners. You what? We are born sinners. That's why you teach her? That's so you got to teach her of God. No. You got to be an example. You believe example. that too? That's what the Bible says. But, then, For all have sinned and come short of But it doesn't say you were born a sinner. Where did that idea come from that you were born a sinner? The Bible doesn't say that. Yes, it does. Where? Romans. You read Romans and... Every man is born in sin. As a matter of fact, we have to, we're allowed to accept Jesus Christ consciously. Say, well, ask it him. doesn't say we were born a sinner. It says that we were born we're in sin. We're a creation, sin. yes. We're a creation that of we God. We were born in crazy families. But not all of us. Sinners. Yeah, not all of us. Now, let me ask you, you know this. That's what it means? Not, not all of us. All by nature, are, are we go astray. We have to look to God, and he, we have to accept Jesus Christ in order for us to follow him. We didn't know. I was 10 years old. I was 10 years old when I received Jesus Christ in El Salvador. I didn't know anything about religion. I didn't know anything about the Bible. But I knew when I accepted Jesus Christ in my heart, I knew there was something greater than me that wanted me to learn more about him. So I went to church and I you started learning. Sin? I was a, I'm a you sinner. you still sin? Yes, as a matter of fact. You still sin? Yes. I'm a, as a Christian, you still sin? Yes. You sin too? You know, and, and you know, you know, I just Hold noticed. You sin too? Yes, I do. Oh. It says... The Bible says, 
Proverbs, a man's, uh, a, a just man fell, uh, falleth seven times, but he rises up again. It means that he's going to sin. Falling is like we do wrong. We're don't, not perfect. So we're going to fall because we're Amazing. not wrong. But I, we will rise again because he's, he will give us. He will, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just. When are you going to rise? I already do. I already did. And so in rising, do you still, are you still sinning while you're rising? No, I'm, I'm going to, I know in my mind that I am not going to be perfect until I get a new body, a new, uh, a new self, but we're here. But God tell you to be perfect now. Yes. But, but you say you know you're not going to be perfect? Until I, my body changes but and I die. tell you to be perfect now. Yes, because I don't but think anybody. yes, but you just said you know you're not going to be perfect. Well, yeah, he wants me to be perfect. He didn't say I want you to be it. He said be it. Well, I am. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Well, when I accepted Jesus Christ, He put in some. He put the Spirit in me, which is perfect. But you said, "I know I'm not going to be perfect." Yes, I, by nature. But God tell you to be perfect. If you're His yes. son, why can't you be perfect? Because I'm still in the state of human. So did you write him a note to let him know that no, I can't he, be perfect? I'm still that. in the state of. He knows that. No, he knows that. I, I can't. I, I can't argue with you about it because it's hard to. You, I don't want to convince you either, but you're wrong. Okay, you're so wrong. So you mean to tell me now? You've been talking all this, but where's in the Bible does it say that? You just say it. Say you, what? what? What you're saying? Your about teachings what? About, what? about women not having love. Do women have love? Yes, they do. Where do they get it from? From God. And how do they get it from God? She didn't have. A, she grew up without a father. How did she get love? But she doesn't have love. She does have love. No, she doesn't. So you say? Because she didn't get it from her father, and she does not have it now. Wow. Because you don't have it to give it to her, she has not gotten the love that she can get from. Oh, should be given because it should be coming through you, but you don't have it. Wow. So we're married 23 years, no love, but we're here. When you have that fallen state love, you have that emotional love, that sex love, that's why you're able to switch and go both ways, right? No. Sometimes you're weak, no. sometimes she's weak. When you, I say they're falling. But if you had the real love that comes strictly from God and you don't have the emotional love anymore, you can never be weak. Wow. So when he because says. Because you would be like the son, would be like the father. Hmm. I, I just don't get it. Because, uh, so you're telling me that you're perfect now. Yes. As I'm speaking to you, I'm getting better. So you, you are perfect now. Yes. You would never sin again. No. I don't know. I can't. I don't know what I'll do in the future, but I don't now. Okay. But, but you told why me do you, you believe you, that you could be born again of God who is perfect? Yes. And, 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 and still sin when you're overcoming a, a God that you were serving that was imperfect, so you were just like him, just like Satan, That's the right? whole purpose of having God is because I can't sin. There's a temptation here. I could go and say, help me not to go through this. I could not. I could stop it. Oh, I could okay. not sin. I could not. Well, why you do it? I could ask your strength. Why do you do it? Because human. Oh, man. I'm still right. human. Let me do this because of time. I want to get to this young man. And I'll come back to you, all right? But I love your attitude, really. You assume. Well, Jesse, I think you're exactly right when you say you need to forgive whoever you're 
not happy with, like yes. your mother, father, whoever it is, because you do become like the people you hate. Absolutely. And to get with what he was saying, I think you're born pure, and that's why it, born again means you're uh, becoming pure again. Because if you were born into right. sin, if you were born into sin, it, there it would be pointless to be born again. Amazing. Do you think that little, your, that's your grandbaby? You think your grandbaby is a sinner? Uh, Mama Mia! That little girl is selfish. Watch, watch. She wants to to eat. Is she worried about your schedule? She will cry and cry and cry. Too young to be worried about anything like that. Selfishness. No, that's not. She's a little baby. I know. How is she selfish? She's not worried about you. She's not supposed to worry about. She's not even. Mama, after she gave birth, exhausted, tired. What? Yeah. What did you say? I'm sorry. Do you think she was worried about her? No. She that wanted to eat. She wanted to take a bath. She needed to do this. She needed that. Not worried about mama. And so that made the baby a selfish person. She's not worried about you. She's not worried about you. You agree with that? Yes. As a matter of fact, she needs, she needs to accept Jesus Christ in order for her to be saved. How old is the baby? She's only three, five months now. And so a five-month center baby. <laughs> yes. It's going to look, 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 look. Baby doesn't know any better. Look, look. She's going to grow up. She's going to grow up. And she never received Jesus Christ. She's going to go to where we don't want her to go. Hell. Now, but, but the she way your wife Jesus is Christ. teaching her, she's sending her there already. She's, well, we're all by nature. By we're, teaching her, you are. By teaching her what? To say mommy. To say daddy. To say thank you. To say, yes, because you're making her rely on the world rather than on the. You're not. Who does she rely on right now to eat? She relied on perfect parents, right? Perfect parents. Yes, I know what you mean. She's like perfect parents. (laughs) (laughs) I understand that. What do you think about that? You think the baby is a sinner too? No, I don't think the baby's a sinner. Are you surprised? It's not your baby, is it? No. Oh, <laughs> But, so, are you surprised to hear them say that the great baby is a Where's the mother? Did she leave? Uh, I think she went to the car to oh. change the baby and stuff. Oh, to feed the baby? Mm-hmm. Tell her to hurry and come back with her sinner baby. <laughs> um, you, are you surprised to hear that they think the baby is a sinner? No, um, what I what I felt like she was saying is that the baby is selfish, as in she doesn't care about anybody but her own, and she's supposed to, you know, because she's a baby. She doesn't but, even know. She Like, once we're born again, we totally rely on God. Right. We're not worried about if God is tired uh-uh. or he got to go to work <laughs> or those other people acting crazy so he has to take care of them. We were totally relying on him right. for everything, right? Right. It don't matter if he got a whatever, right? Right. How, did you know, so you already knew they thought the baby was a sinner? No, no. <laughs> uh, Is that like insane or what? It's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> oh, it's a different. No, no, no. He wasn't going to answer before you said you can answer. Yeah, I was going to answer. Are you giving him permission to answer that? Oh, I just don't want him to think that I'm going to be offended. Oh, he doesn't care. Oh, really? Do you care? No, I'm not here to care about that stuff. Uh, um, okay. He's he becoming an alpha male. But go ahead. So, 
I don't feel like it's crazy. Um, I don't really think too hard about it, you know, about what she, how she feels the baby's a sinner or whatever the case is. You know, it's well, not he, even there in my head. Like, so what? It's not even there in my head to focus on that. Oh, uh, because it's not your baby. That and I don't. I I know what you, what you mean by it. The baby is just a baby. The baby's you know wakes up, eats, needs food, right. goes to sleep. That's we it. We rely on the parents the way that we rely on God when we're born. The way the baby relies, it doesn't care about work or anything. You tired and. <laughs> <laughs> You just had me, and now you're sore and tired and worn out, and I still want some food. That's not selfishness. That's, <laughs> that's me. So what? But that's not selfishness, though. You said the baby is selfish, selfish and that made the baby a sinner, right? No, that's not what I said, but okay. Oh, what, I don't want to misquote you. What, what did you say exactly so I don't misquote you? You said the baby's a sinner, right? Yes, I said she was born a sinner. No, that's right. Question. And when she's expecting, she doesn't care you have to go to work. She doesn't care about any of that. That makes her selfish, right? Did she say that? I'm done. No, no, no. <laughs> this is fun. This is fellowship. <laughs> we are it's still up. I'm sorry? I said it's okay. It's fine. No, no, no. I'm I not going to convince you like you're not going to convince me. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not trying to, but I just say, okay. I just want the world to know that babies are not selfish. No, if she passes right now, God will take her into his... Home. So, yes, I get what you're saying. Amazing. Yes. Um, put your hands down. <laughs> I'm running out of time. And I, I'm already getting yelled at for going over it every time someone raises their hand. Uh, this young lady right here, and then James, and then I'll come to you guys. Go ahead, James. I mean, uh, the young lady. Adriana. I guess I was just thinking right now when you were saying, like, I used to think I had to think for, it's going to come out weird, but I had to think for God. Like, I could never just ask anything for God, you know, and kind of like what she's saying about the baby, like, baby is selfish, and and we shouldn't think, we shouldn't think for God, right? Right. But I, I, in my past, I used to do that. I used to, like, oh, I can't ask God for this because... You know, he's probably too busy helping somebody else or something like that. And that's a fallen state mindset, right? Right. Okay. Absolutely. Just God isn't up there thinking, you know what, I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got time to feed you a little stuff and stuff. But that's so, so it's so and interesting. So when you have a baby, God's not telling you, your baby's selfish. You need to tell it what to do. You need to feed it, right? He's not into all that. It's such a... That's what... That's what... Different thoughts. Part of what causes you to fall away from God is you're being taught from the outside now. And now you're losing consciousness of God because kids are close to God while they're growing up. But the moment you start teaching them outwardly, you're making them get away from that closeness with God. And now they got to look to the world to teach them. Right? And then you send them off to college... And the teachers teach them to love everything that's wrong. And now the guys are dancing with the gay men at work at, at a gay bar. Did you know I, I did an interview on the Father State the other day? And a millennial guy said that he, go, he has gone to a gay bar and danced with the gay guys. I'm like, what? 
He said, well, it's not really like dancing one-on-one. Everybody's standing around in a circle, all dancing together. And I'm like, well, aren't you uncomfortable dancing with a gay guy? I don't judge. He said he's been taught not to judge. To a point he's at the gay bar dancing. Ain't that much unjudgment in the world. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to judge you. (laughs) It's crazy what has happened. But if they had perfect parents, that could not happen to the kids. It really would never happen. All right. Um, Let me take James and then here and here. Okay. But you're right. You don't need to be thinking for God. All right. He'll show you. Okay. Several questions from the online live chat on YouTube. Right. Christine Stewart asks, why are they bringing up Jesus washing feet in the same sentence with strength? Was Jesus That's show- a good question. Was Jesus showing how we serve? And in service, is that a weakness? Why did you bring up Jesus cleaning the feet when we were talking about being weak and being strong? As humans, we see that that's a servant's job where you lower yourself. And Jesus actually was teaching us to be humble and to not to be prideful. Oh, I wouldn't wash his feet. So, you know, who do I think I am? I'm the son of God. Why should I wash their feet? I'm a king. So you saw him lowering himself. So, no, I didn't. He said that I mean, he. that's what that means. Yes. Okay. He's teaching us to hey, be humble. Don't be pride because pride is what gets us all the time. Have you ever washed anyone's feet? No. Oh, you ain't that humble. Massa- massa- yeah. Massaging. Yeah. I massage your feet. I, I, right. You know, I've never Let me do feet. this. Um, <laughs> uh, when Jesus did that, it showed that. Oh, let me, before I say it, I thought I saw the Bible go to God here. Oh, do you know that verse in the Bible? This is the Bible go to God. Because everybody been wondering, who is the Bible go to God? That's him. He white. <laughs> Did you read that verse in the Bible about cleaning the feet of the woman? Yes. What did it mean to you? He was showing them that hmm, I'm not guessing. No, you know I. I um, I had other thoughts about it, but um, I've let those go, and I, I haven't really thought about it. <laughs> There's another one. Yeah, I haven't thought about it. Oh, okay. Um, recently. You have not thought about it recently? No. Okay. Um, when you were born? Yes, sir. And when I used, excuse me, when I used to think about it, it was the same thing, you know, that, you know, he's, he's uh, showing us how to be humble and all that other stuff, but... Recently, I haven't reconsidered it, so I, I let all that other teaching that I was given before, let, you know, I've let that go, and so I don't really have an answer. Sorry. Right. Okay. All right. Last word for that, and then I got it. So uh, yeah, what I just saw is that that's Jesus being in the world but not of the world. He's not Good really, point. Not really teaching he didn't you know, carry a classroom around with him and say, okay, time for today's lesson. He just did it, right? He was just being. So you, why not wash the woman's feet? It's just natural. Once you were born again, you got to see that um, there's only one God, and you're not him. And a lot of people worship 
Jesus when he was on earth, right? As he's still doing now, but Jesus said, don't worship me because it's not me, it's the Father that's in me to doing the work. So Jesus didn't put himself on a pedestal and think that he is better, but he wasn't weakening himself either. He was just showing that it was the Father in him and he was inviting you, for lack of a better word, to accept the Father, not him. Believe what he says so through him you can get back to the Father, but he is no different than you. And that's what he was showing and once you see that, your ego, once you're born again, your ego is going to die. And you're going to see that you're no different than anyone else. So you won't hate the sinner. You correct the sinner, but you won't put yourself below the sinner or above the sinner. So his wife and defeat wasn't a sign of him weakening himself or trying to be humble and all that kind of stuff. You can't make yourself be humble. You're either born again and you're not to become that way or, in everything, or not born again everything else is fake. Really. It, but you must be born again to, to see it. Right? But you don't weaken yourself. If you weaken yourself to the world, it's going to beat you up. It's over. If you weaken yourself to wash your wife feet, you're going to be washing feet every night. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But when you are born again, you just see the right thing to do and, and be. All right? Just FYI. Yes, James. Texas asks, in, the, in God's eyes, are all Democrats evil or are some just dumb and innocent? I'm not answering that. Okay. <laughs> this is not a political meeting. Um, hold on. I, I do have some other good ones. If Jesse says, this is Will asking, if Jesse says that God doesn't love us as we are, right. but that there, there is only love and hate, does that mean that God hates us as we are? No, he's just not going to bring you. Well, he's not accepting you as you are because you're a sinner. You're, Satan is your daddy, right? So you're not going to be allowed to enter into the kingdom of heaven because he can't let evil back into the kingdom like that. So it's not going to happen. That's why he said you must be born again, and that's why he sent his son to be an example so we can find our way back. I have a question about Christmas from somebody. Okay. J-Raw asks, should true Christians or people walking towards Christianity not celebrate Christmas or other customs because most are based on pagan worship? Y'all can do what y'all want. I'm celebrating Christmas. As a matter of fact, I cleaned out my chimney, and I'm going to bed just before Santa get there, so he can bring my toys. <laughs> that's so crazy. That, but that's a sign of not being born again. Oh, I'm not going to celebrate Christmas. I'm too holy. That's a pagan holiday. It's just, and once again, man, it's the mind. The mind got you. It really does. You, in your own personal life, you appreciating God. You know, whatever else somebody else think about that holiday, that's on them. That's not you. You know what I'm saying? So, I would say, do what you want. The only reason we don't have a tree right here is because we got to move, and I didn't want to spend money on a tree. I need to save every dime so we can move, right? But normally we have a tree here, too. And so, Gretchen celebrated the lobby. Y'all like that lobby? And, and we... Matter of fact, we do, we do have a tree. 
Did y'all see the tree in the lobby? That's Charlie Brown's tree. It's so nice. Let me show the tree. Uh, uh, Gretchen brought this tree. That's Bell's love wife. Thank you for this. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, we got a tree. The tree going up. It's a little baby tree, but it's still. The heart is in it. And I'm grateful. All right. Um, I have one question about the silent prayer from somebody. James is holding me up. So yeah. blame James. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Cujo KLR25 says, I've tried the silent prayer. It seems impossible to get my mind to shut up. It is impossible. It's what the young man was saying there. You relax and just let the thoughts go. Be aware of them. Because it's spirits and you can't control anything about it. So just relax and you become the observer. You don't try to stop the thoughts because you're still playing God. You don't stop them. You don't try to control them. You don't try to pick out the bad ones, hold on to the good ones, because all of them are lies. Every thought is a lie. So just observe it as though you're watching a movie or something, and don't try to control it. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. We know nothing, really. We're really dummies. Just want to think that we're smart, especially if you have a degree. But we're not smart at all. Believe me. (laughs) So I'll move the tree a little bit. Um... Yes. Uh, first of all, just a big shout out to all my day oneers on D Live, and a oh, welcome amazing. to all the bears that've been joining. Um, but I did want to highlight that original sin is probably one of the most popular doctrines that the modern Christians accept. Yeah, that babies are sinners and things like that. That's crazy. It is. It's very popular and common. The only way. It's possible for a baby to come into the world as a sinner and that the mother was angry during pregnancy, impatient, you know, carrying on. Oh, that's not my mind. You know, mad about it. She could affect the baby's soul in the womb and then the baby be born into sinful family or born into that because the baby's already angry. But if the woman, the mother has peace and just proud to be, you know, blessed to be a mother, the baby's going to be fine. The baby will not be born a sinner. But you're right. It's been taught and taught and taught, and, and the Christians believe it. It's another setup. Yep, trick. Yeah, trick. Um, did I see your hand? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, uh, I was going to re- make a remark on the uh, statement that the gentlelady made over there. I think that the, the idea... The gentlelady? Yeah. The, the idea oh. that... Uh, that uh, don't say general lady. Maybe think of Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> that the idea of a, of a baby being born in a, uh, being able to be a sinner is the most, I thought it was the most erroneous statement I'd heard all day. Meaning that the baby doesn't have the neurological capacity to be able to do these things on its own. It's a survival instincts child, meaning it cries because it's hungry. It is not selfish. It knows not because it can't survive any other way. It is not self-sufficient. Stop yelling at the lady. Oh. Gentleman. It's not self-sufficient, so yeah. it just it knows no better. So by right. calling it a sinner is just not really like genuine. But, but uh, I thought that too when I was, especially after I moved out here, because I heard I hear it so much. So it's not as uh, 
Brother Love said, it's not uncommon, it's being taught. And so a lot of, especially if it's taught in the church and you believe the preacher, you're going to be thinking the same thing. So it's not uncommon. All right. Yes, sir. As long as the feet washing has been brought up quite a bit uh, in this discussion, I'd just like to point out when Mary Magdalene washed Jesus' feet and anointed him at the feet and the, uh, the apostles complained against that and Jesus rebuked them. So he wasn't just out there washing feet all the time. It was really a two-way street. Okay. Did you forgive your father yet? My, <laughs> my father uh, passed away quite a while ago, uh-huh. and uh, the person that I really had to uh, to forgive was my mother, and Andrew was very instrumental <clears throat> in having me do that. Oh, you went to your mother? Yeah. yeah. How, how old are you now? 72. That's amazing. Yeah. And how did that go? It went good. Uh, she was she was in a dementia state, was lucid for that moment in time. Oh yeah, I bet you was. But listening to the other gentleman, listening to the other gentleman talk about his transformation, yes, that didn't happen with me when I forgave my mother. It was after I forgave the Catholic Church that uh, things started change. And uh, this year, I got walking pneumonia, and I thought I was going to die. And they took me to the hospital, and I recovered. But the thing that really struck me was I'd always been afraid of dying, always. And I oh, wasn't. Okay. Now and you're that, no, no longer afraid? Sorry? You're not afraid anymore? Not afraid, no. And that was God's gift to me, and I found it was really interesting. He said, I'm going to get you over your fear of death, but I'll make you real sick so you can right see now. what death is like. Good, man. So, yeah. It's, it, but you know that you don't have to suffer to overcome fear, right? Because if you become aware, you can overcome all things. For me, that's the way it had to go. Right. You have a hard head. I've been told that before. Oh, yeah. Most of my life. you and your father? Sorry? I'm talking to your son. Oh. (laughs) Oh, they're better now. I have forgiven him. And was it hard to go to him? Um, no, I wouldn't say so. We're pretty close already, so. Yeah. I guess uh, forgiving my, my mother was was tougher and, and, and um, why is that i thought well like the day i was decided after listening to you jesse um i was like i'm gonna forgive her and like as the time went on to when i was gonna meet her i was like oh i'm, I'm all tough i'm i can do this it's easy as soon as she's like start walking over my like heart's racing and i'm like oh Feel no. like walked in the room right? <laughs> i'm like oh lord but i did it like <laughs> Oh, Lord, do I have to? Do I have to? I'd rather you send me to hell (laughs) than to face mama. Yeah, but I did. It's like um, speaking in public. Like, you just got to face the fear and just do it. And so how did she react to it? Um, I think she understood because she she grew up uh, as an orphan, like as a young child. And right. so she kind of knew she was messed up and that she put her spirit into me yeah. and she accepted it. And, and how are things now with, with you? They're good. Oh, good. Or man. well. I don't know, I yeah, no good. man is <laughs> good. No man is good. <laughs> uh, any questions for me yet? Uh, I guess I have one question. Is um, you, you always say you're in prayer all the time. Yes. And I was wondering, what, what does that mean? To be aware. It's still locked in your head. 
thinking about tomorrow or yesterday and all that. Be present now, and God is with you. You're in the presence of God. That's what it means. So it's like the silent prayer yes, all the time? all the time. Okay. Yeah, absolutely, man. Cool. Yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm doing the silent prayer, and I'm feeling that through the day. Right on. Like, just watch it. Yeah, you're growing into it. Yeah. Just relax and allow yourself to grow the way a physical baby grow. Yeah. The real you, the spirit, is growing now by the light of God. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I hear your voice. She's like, just relax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's nothing that's a big deal. Did you know there's nothing on earth that's a big deal? If you were robbed, raped, murdered, whatever, no big deal. It's just that Satan makes you think that it's a big deal. So you find yourself, and you see your parents overreacting to things. So you grow up, and every little thing is a big deal. When you really wake up, it's not a big deal. Nothing. You know yeah, what that's I mean? what I'm I'm starting to feel like. Like nothing's yes. the big deal. I don't care anymore about these little things like just being right. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So if the family don't want to talk to you, no <laughs> big deal. It's just not a big deal. Amazing. I gotta do this and I'm so I'm so out of time, all right? Um I wanted to ask do you judge and and the reason I wanted to ask that because I wanted to make a point. And I, how much time I have? What? You said none? Zero. Uh, he black. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you judge the guy sitting next to James? Do you judge? No. You don't judge? No. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your first time here? Yeah. Why don't you judge? Because I started listening to you. I'm sorry? I started listening to you. And you stopped judging? Yeah. Right on. Yeah, that made so much sense. Okay. When I heard it. Gretchen, do you judge? This is your first time here. You have any questions or anything? Uh, no, just here to shake your hand. I'm from Dallas. Came from in Dallas. yesterday, so. That's amazing. Yeah. All right, I'll talk to you. Gretchen, do you judge? I catch myself judging still. Oh, okay. Um, especially like when people come to the door when I'm working because I got to buzz them in. I'm like, can I trust this person or not? <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> so, I mean, in that way, I definitely catch myself judging people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you judge? Um, I would say yeah. You do? Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you judge? Wait a minute. I think judging is an improvement for me. I used to condemn people. So now when I judge, that's like a positive. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm better. But this is after you. I'm, I'm working on it. All right, Doug. Do you judge? At times, I do. Oh. Okay. How about you, Mark? You judge? Yes. When I'm not observing, I'm judging. Amazing. Um, let me just say, do you judge with the hat right here? Yes. Is this your first time here? No. Oh, oh, okay. You judge, yeah, I see you now. Yeah. You judge? Yes. Okay. Is there anything wrong with judging? No, as long as it doesn't come with hate. Absolutely. Y'all better judge. Discernment is judgment. And what made me realize that when I taped that show the other day on the Father's Day, we have a new episode. The millennial guys have been taught not to judge. 
And so now they're accepting abortion. They accept homosexuality, living together out of, out of wedlock, everything because you're not to judge, right? You suppose discernment is judgment, but without the hate. Don't ever let anyone say you don't tell you not to judge. Just don't hate because they have deceived you. And now they're making you accept everything that's wrong because you don't judge. That's why these guys dancing with other guys at the bar. Well, they're not judging. You're supposed to judge. Don't hate. All right? Yeah, that's playing God when you hate. But don't let any school teacher or anyone tell you that you're not supposed to judge. You better judge or you'll be accepting abortions and everything. One guy said, I asked, well, what would happen if your girlfriend or your wife got pregnant and uh, she wanted to kill your baby? Like, oh, I want an education. I don't want to have no baby. He said that he would just let her do it because he's not to judge. And I'm like, what the? But you can judge, just don't hate. Discernment is judgment without the hate, all right? That way you don't be accepting things that are wrong, all right? So um, what I got to do now is uh, I have a brand new biblical question for next week. Ooh, after today's conversation, this is going to be a good one. Um I want to know if you are an open person. Open person. Let me ask Hermes real fast. Are you an open person, Hermes? I don't know what that means. Uh, oh, yeah. And the last part, what does that mean? Uh, <laughs> 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 are you an open person? I don't really know, honestly. I don't. You don't know if you're open or not? I don't think I am, but I don't you're know. Not an open person? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Why not? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, how about you, Doug? I'm open to listen. I'm not always open to do or to accept. But not a, you're not a, oh, not to accept. Not always. But to listen? Yeah, at oh. least to kind of hear somebody out to see, you know, where they may, like maybe I think something is right, but I'll listen to someone tell me, you're not right. Okay. So, so I can kind of, I'm open to that. So the biblical question is, are you an open person? What does that mean? Esteban, I know you're not, but I ask anyway. <laughs> are you an open person? I mean, I guess not. <laughs> no, but I don't know what that means. So. Oh, okay. Joe, know. how about you? Uh, yes. He black. <laughs> I truly believe that about Joe. I believe he is open. <laughs> I am you that. That's you. Okay, so that's my biblical question. Christine, are you an open person? Open to God, but not to the world. Amazing. How about you, Daniel? I think, yeah. Daniel. Yeah, I'm open. You think what? I think I'm open. And why do you think you are? What does that mean? <laughs> like what well, he said. What did he say? I don't judge without hating, or, or, or you judge him, but you're not. Like I'm open to the judgment, but I don't really hate. And that's what it means to be open. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's my. You want to respond to that? Okay. Are you an open person? Yeah. And what does that mean? Um. Right now, I realize just not being lost and caring about what other things think about me and what I do. Um. Before I was just lost in my thoughts. I wouldn't. Like, if it was two years ago, I wouldn't have told the story. Right. 
But now that I, and the big event was forgiving my mom. Yes. That's what just made me not care about things that I used to care about. I shouldn't have asked you. I didn't want you to answer the question. <laughs> that's my biblical question. That's deep. But that's my biblical question. Uh, are you an open person and what does that mean? And the reason I ask this, these things, because I want you to get to know yourself. Really. Once you know yourself, it's amazing. And don't be mad at what you see about self. Because some people, like, they see themselves, but they get mad about what they see and fall back into darkness. Don't get angry about what you see. It ain't pretty. I'm telling you right now, you ain't pretty. All right? So just know that. <laughs> uh, okay. I had so much more, but I got to hold it now until hopefully next week. Um, we're totally out of time. If you need counseling folks here and out there in the world, we have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. Go to the website and check it out. Uh, the office is closed starting Wednesday. Am I right? Uh, when is Christmas? We're open Monday and Tuesday. Oh, we're open on Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's news to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're coming to work. <laughs> okay. You're I'll be here. you be at work. I'll be here. So we work Wednesday Monday and Tuesday, then. but we shut down Christmas Eve for the office, and we don't reopen until the 2nd of January. Wait, what? Now I'm confused. Christmas what? Day. Day. Christmas Day. When is Christmas Day? Wednesday. Christmas Day. Oh, well, Christmas Eve is Tuesday, right? right. Oh, we're working Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> Ain't that much Jesus in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Gretchen. Already made plans out of me here. <laughs> oh, I'm going to sleep in, honey, <laughs> on Tuesday. She's like, oh, no, that no. That's my plan. So what? So that was my plan. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a little get-together Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're just going to have some fun. It won't be real work. Okay. All right? So we have a potluck thing and some pizza or something. So we'll close Wednesday and don't open up until the 2nd as far as the office. We are having church next Sunday. The radio show will be, we're doing the radio show live except for Wednesday and Thursday. Am I right, James? Wednesday, Thursday. We won't do a replay. Um, don't forget to donate. I really appreciate your support for helping me with the building. And so now I'm looking at one that I, there was one right down the street that I wanted to get, but it took me to, uh, a little longer to raise the money, so somebody else made an offer on it. But there's another one right down the street from there, so I'm going to make an offer on that next week. And I'll let you all know how that's going, all right? I really do appreciate it. Right now we're up to $322,000, so it's a nice payment. And I, I absolutely appreciate that. It's a good down payment. That way we don't have to move again. Um, I think that's it. And ladies, we had a really amazing meeting. And don't forget to support. We have T-shirts and all kinds of things that support the nonprofit. I really do appreciate it and the building. All right? No announcement, Hermes? No. Are you going to have a uh, meeting that Thursday? What Thursday? Thursday. Well, I don't know. That's too far away. <laughs> okay. Isn't that like uh, next week sometime? Yeah, we'll send out an email. Yeah, I don't know yet about the men's meeting. I forgot. It's next week, huh? No. I'm going to have a hangover for being drunk. <laughs> you think I'm going to get out of my drunkenness and come and help y'all? <laughs> I'm going to sleep in from the hangover. So if y'all got problems, hold them until the following week. 
No, I'm serious. I'm joking. Maybe. We'll let y'all know. We'll let you know, all right? I really appreciate you all so much, and thank you for coming. I encourage you to do the silent prayer. Do the silent prayer, and you'll see that God is with you. Be still and know him. And, and start facing your fears. If you see inwardly that you have a fear about something, go to it and face it. And then you can overcome it. Don't run away from it. A lot of young men talked about facing their mothers. The hardest thing in the world to do is face your mama and because you hate her. But when you stop, when you face her, you will overcome the hate, the resentment. Then you can deal with all women, all people in the same manner. All right? So if you're afraid of your mother, go and face her. All right? That makes sense, right? Yeah. So face it, and you'll overcome it, and so whatever. And so now that I know you have fear of being on stage, I think next Sunday I may have you come up and open up the church for me. That makes sense? So have a little talk, maybe what you thought about your year. What was that? Uh, have a little introduction thing to say for the beginning of the meeting next week. Okay. All right? You're already shaking her. <laughs> You're like, I'm not I'll showing up. I'll be I'm okay. not showing up next Sunday. <laughs> Make sure you be here. Okay. Uh, that's how I started out with James, the hate report guy. When James first started here, he was sugar water. <laughs> wheat sugar water. I mean, it was so wheat, it like you blow your breath, you'll fall apart. <laughs> and so I started having him come up on the come up front and start out the meetings, open up the meetings. And I did it so much until after a while he said, I'm not coming back. But he kept coming anyway, and now you can't even recognize he was like that because he faced it. You got to face it to overcome. Remember that, James? Yeah. Were you sugar water? I thought it was cute. <laughs> <laughs> no. I could think of many words. Cute one. <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much, and Merry Christmas to you. And I wish you well. All right. Merry Christmas. So we're going to do it. I want to welcome the first time.